Hello and welcome to Deluded, a Melbourne Demons fan podcast. I'm Kieran, and as always, I'm joined by Nita. This time after a rather disappointing loss. Um, Neats, what did you make of the game against Sydney? Look, it was very disappointing. Disappointing. Uh, We were decimated by injuries. Um... Look, it was it was really bad. I thought that I thought that notwithstanding the outs, they could have done a bit better. Right. I, I, I do think that our leaders didn't really stand up much. I think when Viney went down, it just looked like the whole game was just completely over. Well, I think the thing we need to be honest about is even when Viney was playing, we looked pretty bad. We looked terrible. So it's not yeah. as if Viney. No, I know, but I felt like again. any hope right. kind of disappeared. You know, right. like I mean, I feel like for us to even. Um, attempt to sort of come back in that third quarter relied upon Viney having like an enormous, right. you know, third quarter like he did against West Coast. Right. And he yeah. was very good in the first half. Yeah, he was. He was great in the first half. But I just thought that it was any chance of us even staying in, staying in touch just completely went out the door. Right. Yeah. So look, I mean, it is disappointing to lose and we've gotten used to winning. Well, we would, yeah, I know, can, can you believe it? Maybe we're too greedy, Karen. We are greedy. We are we're greedy. We're so greedy. No, but to be honest, they played really badly as well. I, I thought that they could have done better. I thought that Lewis and Vince, um, when they went in the middle yeah. to cover for the injuries, I thought, I didn't think that they stood up to the play. I mean, I don't think either of them are the player they once were. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I think Sydney was always a team, even with our full complement, that would have exposed us a bit. Because completely. I think Sydney's strength is contested ball. Which is our strength. Which is our strength. And we got completely beaten around the ball this time. Right. And I don't think it would have been as bad if we had uh, Jones in, if we had Gorn a bit more fit. Yeah. But and Viney, obviously. And Viney. But at the yeah. same time, I mean, that is something that Sydney's quite good at. Yeah. And against teams like West Coast, we can bully them a little bit because yeah. we're just really good at contested ball. Or Adelaide. Ball. Yeah. Right. Or any of the other sort of midfields which aren't as sort of big-bodied and kind yeah, of brutish. Ruthless. Yeah, ruthless. Exactly right. No, I thought that we got completely exposed. But, I mean, I mean, you kind of feel for the team, right? Because, you know, I mean, it's easy to sort of say, like, oh, Wagner had a bad game, Mitch White had a bad game, and all these other sort of players had a bad game. Right. Which we do, oh, and they, we did say that. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I mean, it's not really their fault, right? Because they rely on the fact that we have a really good midfield, which mm. performs every week, and that makes their job easier, right? So the problem is, is that everybody gets kind of exposed once Viney and Jones are out of the team, to right. be frank, um, when our major ball winners are down. Of course, of course. I mean, and Oliver, he, obviously, who just, I mean, didn't have a great game, but, you know, maybe he was exposed a little bit as well by the fact that he doesn't have the two big ball winners, you know, at his side doing everything for him. He was a little bit. Although I have to say, I thought one of the best things about the game from my perspective was Oliver's last quarter. Yeah, I thought he lifted. He lifted a lot. I, I don't know how many possessions he got, but he was in the middle of everything. And having had a terrible first three quarters, I think that showed a bit of resilience. Yeah, I agree. Um, so that was something, but to be honest, Sydney were just too good. Yeah, they were. Um, and I've said to you many times, I hate Sydney. I will not be magnanimous in defeat ever about Sydney, but I mean, they were fine. Uh, <laughs> it's just high praise. They were fine. And I wish them well. Um, <laughs> but you know, ultimately the kind of injuries we had, the setbacks we've had, it had to take its toll at some point. Uh, the thing that I was most disappointed with, to be honest, from Friday night, wasn't just, I suppose, how badly they played. Um, it's just going forward. You know, these are the injuries that we have. I honestly don't know if we'll make the finals now, which is absurd because we went from talking about our Melbourne Premiership chance two weeks ago to being, you know, our Melbourne even going to make the finals. Well, it's a life of a Melbourne supporter. Really? It's just like highs and lows pretty drastically. I'd argue close to possibly seven out of our top ten players are are now out or rumoured to be out for next week. Right, exactly. Viney, 
uh, Jones, Tyson. That's our midfield. Our That's literally our three ball. best win at midfield balls. Right. Yeah. Hogan and Watts are two best forwards. And Garlett, three yeah. best forwards. Yeah. Um, Salem. Yes, our best half-black flanker. Right. And probably our best user in the team, to be honest. Right, right, right. And then, then you apparently, as of today, Sam Frost is now experiencing hamstring tightness. So yeah. there goes our like key defender. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm surely not all of these players can be oh. out. And maybe Hogan will come back in this week and maybe Garlett will make it. But, jeez, that is, I mean, I would like to see a club, any other club, deal with losing seven out of their ten best players. Well, I mean, you made the point the other day to me off air, which was that GWS lost a lot of players, but none of them were kind of their key. I mean, they didn't lose like, I mean, they lost Canelio and they lost Kelly actually, true, too. Well, but, but for an extended period, they did For an extended didn't. period, they did And, and yeah. this, this isn't really my point. I really ripped this off from Hutto. But what Hutto said is that of all the GWS injuries as of a couple of weeks ago, yeah. I think there was maybe one or two players from the top 10 in their best and Yeah, the year before. The year before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's not like they're losing like Cameron or Patton or right. Green or, I mean, right. or Shiel. Or, or Shiel, yeah. Right. Exactly right. We're, whereas we're just losing every key player. I know. And how long do you think Viney will be out? I don't know, but. I mean, that kind of injury oh, generally God. seems to be quite a few weeks. I know, and it sounds like he's been playing through pain this entire time. Right. Because he's just such a hard Well, he had guy. different pain. He had right, shoulder he had pain. shoulder pain. No, but apparently he's had the heel problem for a while. Oh, That's what they said. They said that apparently he's been experiencing the discomfort for a while now. Yeah. And then it just flared up and became a bit unmanageable right. during the game. So this is not looking very positive. It isn't. And injuries are a huge problem. But... You know, like Goodwin always says, we don't want to fixate on the injuries. There's really? Still I things... choose to fixate on the injuries. Yeah. Well, uh, that's, that's and now I choose to use them as an excuse for our poor performances. <laughs> exactly. Like particularly against real... Sydney. Yeah, particularly against Sydney. No, you guys were not that good. It's just that we were all injured. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought the selection this week, we were lamenting it. We were furious we with were. bringing in Wagner and Mitch White. Yes. And then we find out that the whole... You know, second tier midfield of Jay Kennedy, Harris, Kent, Kennedy, Kent Kennedy and Spencer were all suspended just, for a week. I know because I know. of drinking. Isn't that outrageous? So let's just like let's just go to the first issue, which is: Does Melbourne have a discipline problem? Right. I mean, I hate agreeing with Matthew Lloyd. Who I hate agreeing with Damian Barrett. Yeah. But, I mean, it's been pretty bad this year. I kind of think we do have a discipline problem. I mean, it's just, it's pretty unheard of, isn't it, for, okay, let's let's count. So we've had five suspensions over the course of the season, right. which is absurd to even think about well, in one team. I do think we And should, the key players who are getting suspended. But we should go through them a little bit. I mean, Lewis, we're just importing the Lewis problem. It's not like it's Melbourne's culture that's making him punch someone in the head. That's just part of his game. Right, okay. Hogan was obviously going through a really tough time. Right. You know, H- Hogan had come happened. off hearing his dad had cancer that week. I know, it was week. horrible, horrible. Um, so we can well, put those his dad was in uh, serious Sorry, trouble. in serious yeah. trouble. That's right, sorry. Um, um, so that's horrible. But then you've got like Vince, just another sort of cheap shot cheap behind shot. play. Yeah. Then you've got... Salem. <laughs> Salem. Salem, those things just happen. a bit sort of clumsy. Bit and now clumsy. you have Bug, which was quite indefensible, really. Well, let's talk about Bug. I mean, what's the reaction to that? I mean, geez, it's a terrible. Pretty bad. Act. It was terrible. It was it was absolutely horrible. And I mean, you like I will have been on tw- the Twitter sphere, and I've also been on Instagram, and people are really brutalizing him. Um, I I still feel, and I know I've hated on bug across the whole massive. season. You wanted to squash the bug for a long time. I wanted to squash the bug, and he's being squashed right now through the tribunal, I'm sure. But I feel a tiny bit sorry for him because one, I think he's more the kind of cheap elbow in the ribs kind of plan and the punch in the face guy. I don't think How this is really How many people are the punch in the face kind of guy though? Like, like that's the thing. Not many players probably do really think I'm going to go out into the footy field and punch someone in the face. I know. They probably think they're going to niggle and then they, you know. But I suspect he miscalculated. I'm sure he just wanted to give 
Mills a bit of a jab because they were probably targeting Mills. Yeah, but he did look him in the face, Kieran. He looked him directly in the eye it was, and went bang. It, it was, was very it was, dumb. it was not a good look. But you know, the, the, the other reason and I do feel... him. The for the reason, second time, this, he's been concussed for the second time this season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. But the other reason I feel sorry for him is, look, this is obviously bad for Mills. Maybe he'll miss a week and it's really sad. But he'll be fine. He's going to be a superstar. This could be the end of Bug's career. I mean, we don't oh, know... I mean, Kieran, I kind of think, like... No, but we don't You know. don't feel sorry. I feel sorry for the person who got concussed. I mean, that's really... No, I do. But just think about this. Bug could very possibly be done, right? We don't know if he got a two- or three-year deal when he joined. It's yeah, hard to find the information online. Say he got a two-year deal from yeah. GWS. He'd be out of contract at the end of this year. He's out for six weeks. Well, sorry. Was that what we think? Uh, making that up. We're but making that up. Presumably five or six weeks. Do you think it'll be five or six? If Hooley got four, I thought it was worse, much worse than I it was much five. worse than Hooley. And no one's going to testify that Bugs great blood. No, I'm, yeah, I don't know if Malcolm Turnbull and Wally Daly will be, you know, no. testifying to that. So, does I, he have a bad record? The thing is, like, so one of our friends of the podcast, Sri Ram Rao, mentioned that he does have a bad record, and I kind of forgotten about it, but I think it is true. Like he, I know that he was, he's been reported for a few different things. I don't know. If I know he's been he was suspended, reported. Though. Yeah, he got definitely got reported for that Nick Rewalt thing when he was playing at GWS. Yeah, I don't think he got suspended for that. He got reported for the Jonathan Brown hit. Right. When again when he was at GWS. I don't know if he's been reported for anything since he's been at Melbourne, has he? No, I don't think so. I think he's the kind of player that usually just gets to the line but doesn't quite cross it. There was that time he did that horrible thing, he like threw a shoe at Jack Rewalt when Jack Rewalt was coming off injured. <sighs> God, that wasn't great. But he did apologize for that, but I don't think anything came out of that, did it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I don't know if he's that bad a record, but I mean, it's going straight to the tribunal. He'll get five or six weeks. Yeah. And so uh, you think it's the end of Bug? I think This is what Ty Keneally thinks, actually. I think it's going to be tough for him. I mean, clearly the selectors like him enough to play him above a lot of, you know, decent VFL players. But right. it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough for him. Um, so in that sense, I do feel a little bit sorry for him. But in the context of the game, I think it is terrible. It oh, really got so the swans bad. going. Um, it was so bad. No one could defend him. You couldn't even, like, when people were pushing and shoving Bug, could you really go in and help him out after what he'd done? It was pretty bad. And he just lost all confidence as well. And he played atrociously. He played, but you could just tell he was just completely bereft of confidence. And yeah. all he was thinking about was the fact that he's going to be out for the next six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And we couldn't afford to be down another forward in this game. I mean, we had this weird lineup with multiple halfback flankers. I know. Like Mitch White, Wagner, Hunt playing I as a know, forward. I know, I know. But, I mean, well, let's get to the second issue then, which yeah. is the VFL team drinking oh. and maybe going a bit too hard too soon. So, you know, it's really disappointing because they're obviously coming off a six-day break. So, and a lot of, some of these players are going to be tired and injured and a bit sore. And... You know, we really needed our full lineup available for selection. I know. And such a terrible move for someone like Jay Kennedy Harris. Yeah, who's been dominating the VFL. Right. And this yeah. is the week. He would have been guaranteed again. Guaranteed, yeah, for sure. I mean, same with Ben Kennedy, who had been very close. I think Kent would have been close, given that we have no small forward. Right, right. You and, know? and look, in fairness, they'll probably all come back in this this week. Well, given the injuries that are given now the mounting. Injuries, they yeah. might have just been biding their time. Maybe. Um, but it is really, really dumb. But do you think that we do have a disciplinary problem? This is, Answer the question. It's hard to... We don't know much about this this drinking thing. We don't know what they really did. Um, it could have been a bit of a harsh sanction from Goodwin trying to send a message, or it could have been they had a they massive bender. They just got an bender. absolute bender. And then... Yeah. It's a bit hard to judge. I mean, I feel like the the Lewis and the and the Vinces of the world, they're always a suspension candidate. I reckon that's true wherever they would play at whatever stage in their career. They're, that's just... You know, they're on the edge a little bit. And and bug is bug. I don't I don't know if we want to get some kind of structural weakness in the team just from this. But do you think they play up a lot? Do you think that they do you think they've gotten ahead of themselves a little bit? 
what, by punching someone in the face? You know, I mean, they're like... You've got to wait until you're a better team to punch someone. Is that well, no, that's not what I'm suggesting. I'm just sort of suggesting that they've gotten away with this sort of playing on the line for a while, yeah. you know, and they've gotten away with some cheap shots recently. Um, particularly, I think, like, against when they were targeting Johannesson and things like that, they, yeah. you know, and Eastern Wood. Um, maybe they've gotten away with a few things that, you know, potentially they shouldn't have gotten away with. Right. And now it's potentially catching up to the team. Maybe it's true. But to be honest, I think what we're building is a team of players that you know, maybe aren't loved by the rest of the competition. That's not the worst thing. No, right? I don't I don't mind. Melbourne it. players used to be really nice. They used to be like Kale Morton loping along the wing, not really, you know, harming anyone, the Jimmy Tumpuses of the world. It's kinda of nice to have these hard edge types that I'm not saying don't have a hard edge, I'm just saying like channel in the right direction, which oh. is on the ball. I just don't know why they're always like this the, the thing but that they I have been. Is, they have been. This I is agree, an exception. but yeah. but there's three suspensions this year alone. No, that's a lie. Four suspensions this year alone are off the ball incidents. Right. That's a bit of a discipline problem, kids. That's a problem. Four, four suspensions. And especially after, you know, Hogan and Lewis apologized to their teammates or came forward and talked to their teammates about the issue. And the resolution was no more cheap shots. No yeah. more. And, you know, for Bug to go out and do that is pretty Yeah. It's pretty damning. I don't know if we want to draw a broader lesson from what Bug did. I mean I think that was pretty out of character for the team. I think and even out of character for him. Out of character for him. I don't know. I, I think it's a little bit overblown by the media. Um, it's frustrating. It's definitely frustrating with all our injuries to have suspensions as well. Um, but, you know, Bug being suspended might not hurt the team. Let's see. Is that harsh? <laughs> Probably this harsh. I can't say I sympathise with him and then cheer his demise. Um, but, <laughs> we've essentially got no leaders now. No, we don't. So we've gotten yeah. out rid of our captains. They're gone. Who's the captain? Uh, Tom McDonald, I assume. It's got to be. Well, I mean, he the was duck the called him a, a, a young Matthew Richardson. Uh, and Bruce week. said that his goal kicking was stuffed of legends recently. <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but um, I love the enthusiasm from Bruce. It was He's... how good was it having Bruce back on the air? Oh uh, yeah, but it, it was, was so good. It was almost outweighed by having Brian Taylor, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but yeah. captain next week. I mean, probably Tommy Mack, or maybe. Do you think maybe Lewis or Vince? Or what about Gorney? I don't really know if Gorn is the captain. Type, Why can't Gorn be a captain? He's kind of a captain is. He's too much of a joker. Why can't he be captain? What about Tex Walker? He's a joker. And he's captain. I guess so. Yeah, maybe Gorn. I uh, think this is a bit harsh. Gorn is like our heart and soul. I think he's just... You just like these sensible, sort of well-spoken types. He's a sensible, nice young man. I don't know. Uh, I just think he deserves it. And he's been playing so well. He's been playing well. so well. If you well. want to reward his form. Honestly, he has been an absolute trooper for the team this year. Yeah. I think Tom McDonald, is, his development's been a remarkable yeah, story. Yeah, he's been incredible, honestly. Um, so I think he should get the gig. Um, but, Nate, we, we come to this question that we ask in different forms every second week. Every second week. Um, are we going to make finals? Last week it was, are we going to make the flag? Are I know. We the flag? I know. And now it's, are we going to make finals? Look, honestly, with the injuries we have, it just depends on how long they're out for. I mean, I, I don't think we'll beat Carlton, and we'll get to that in oh, a second, but right. I just think that we've, we're basically going to be playing a VFL midfield. Right. against, And, you know, the Carlton midfield is actually pretty decent. It's yeah. not... It's not their weakest link at all. Right. Um, and I, I really think we'll probably get beaten up around the ball again. But I don't think we're going to beat Carlton. I mean, depending on whether or not we get these players back in against Adelaide. I don't think there's much likelihood of that. I don't think there's much likelihood either. I mean... I mean, I think it's pretty clear from what everyone's saying that Viney's going to be out for a few weeks. It's hard to know whether it's, it's like Jones level six or... Six weeks or, or four three, weeks, yeah. exactly. But I think we have to bank on him not being there. For, for the, the next month. For the next few weeks, yeah. Which is... That's a long time. I mean, and it's pretty easy to slip. Uh, like, the competition and, is so even. And we've got a pretty bad run. We do. I mean, the one thing is, we could come home. I could imagine us coming home 
very strongly right. um, after the next couple of weeks. Yeah. And in a way, it's good that we banked the week, you know, the wins against West Coast and the Dogs because maybe it gives us a little bit more of a buffer than we would have. Right. Um, but I mean, I'm thrilled with how we've done the last few weeks. I mean, if you said to me four weeks ago that we'd beat um, the Dogs, West Coast, uh, West Coast um, Collingwood, Collingwood. And then lose to Sydney out of those four games. You would have been perfectly happy with it. That's phenomenal. It's true. But the combination is very even. And the the injuries we now have, which seem to be pretty long-term injuries, means that I'm not sure how sustainable any of this is. I mean, we could easily lose to... Um, lose to Carlton, lose to Adelaide. 100%. Uh, and then I'm not sure of the exact order, but I know we have Port. Um, Port Adelaide after that. And then we have GWS in the mix. Yeah, um, this is not... And then we have North Melbourne, who we always lose to. Always lose Sin- in, in Tassie as right, well. Right, Sin- We Kil- don't have a great record in Tassie, I don't think. I think we're, we nearly beat them last year, but... We did. Yeah. Um, and but our, again, our midfield was amazing. Viney was incredible in that game. Right, and that's a few weeks away. And then we've got St Kilda, which is a yeah. real 50-50 game. yeah. We don't really have any easy games. We've got the Lions. Um, We're not 22. an easy game, as we saw. Oh, Essendon are terrible. I, I'm not worried about that. But I, I'm worried about a man named Derek Hillwood. I think he could kick like six goals on our defence. Okay. Well, in theory, we could lose all the games. My point is, even just thinking, assuming we play to our potential. I agree. We, we, have some, we have some challenging games. So it's going to be tough. But my honest feeling coming out of the, the game last week, oh, this week, is, you know what? I don't even care that much about us making finals. Really? This sounds outrageous and hypocritical. But I feel like if we don't make finals this year, we'll essentially say we're an excellent top five team in the comp, which has had the most outrageous run. I mean, teams don't have seven out of their ten players, best players go out and make finals in a super even year. I mean, I'd be disappointed. These are excuses, Kieran. These are excuses, but I'm okay with that. You know, it will be be very frustrating. I wouldn't be despondent at all. It'll be very frustrating, but I do think that you know, I don't. Th- I think the players will know that we could come back next year and really make a real assault for it. Yeah, absolutely. With a full and healthy list, right? For sure. And we want to make a final because we just haven't played a final for so right, long, exactly. so to give them the experience. I agree. But you know what? I I would not. So I would survive otherwise because I think St Kilda, who I just think is like a crap team that's getting luck with the draw and some close wins. And some cheating by Nick Rewalt. And some cheating by Nick Rewalt. I mean, for them to make the finals, good for them. I refuse to believe they're a better team than us. I don't think they're a better team than us. Right. Glad we're in furious agreement on that. Furious agreement, Kieran. And actually, yeah. So now it's time for one of our classic segments, the Rowan Bale Award for Most Underrated Performance. Um, And this was a real Rowan Bale week, once again. There were plenty of Rowan Bales. But But I'm not sure how many of them were... Standouts. Sort of standouts. But I also... The mediocre players were really mediocre. They really, really, like, played to type. Yeah. Like the James Harms missing the goal from 25 metres. Neil Bullen. Who else? I don't know who. Who are the rest of our Neil Bullen types? <laughs> Neil Bullen fits the demographic so well. He does. Um, but yeah, just there weren't really many standouts, were there? Mitch White oh, didn't have Wagner, a great game. didn't have a great game. Wagner was terrible, much I worse know, than White. He was I poor. Know. But I think he's better than that. Yeah, he just had a bad game. Mm. Um, so who do you think? It's, was there anyone who... I mean, be... I thought Oscar McDonald held up pretty well. Right, right, right. If the, the award maybe should be na- renamed the Oscar McDonald Award for my underrated performance. He's won it a few times. He though. has won it a few times. He looked good. I think he does. I think he's yeah. really improving. I think he's making massive inroads. I think the defense in general played pretty well. Yeah. I mean, given I mean, we're getting given, decimated. I, well, ball. given especially as just the amount of time it was coming into their forward yeah. 50, they did pretty well. You know, all things considered. That being said, we were also flattered by the fact that they kicked like how many behinds? Right. Like 20 behinds or something. Right. 
Yeah. It could have been a lot worse. It could have been a lot worse. But I do think the scoreline flattered us. Of course, of course. But Oscar McDonald, he's still showing quite a bit of composure. He is. He's, he's attacking the marks better. I mean, CP kicked a couple of good goals. Not that he could ever win this I award. don't think he's in the wrong belt No, category. I don't think he is yeah. as well. But I just wanted to note that those were two sort of highlights to come out of a very disappointing night. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, but Nick, the next segment is really yours. The... Uh, Damien Barrett Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Football Journalism. Yes. Do you want to introduce that segment? Yes. Yeah, so this uh, week's winner goes to Brian Taylor for this insightful uh, football commentary. Uh, what I love about Brian Taylor is the certainty that he has within his, with his opinions. <laughs> He's very, very certain about particular things, even when they might be, you know, devastatingly inaccurate. There is Jack Viney arriving back to the bench, yeah, I'm sure... It's a jab in the shoulder and waiting for that to take effect. I am 100% sure that that's what they were waiting for. Didn't want to put him on the bench because the temptation to go on the ground would have been too much for someone with the thirst for the contest like Viney, even when he's not ready. In the meantime, Reed! Good grab. Only problem is, uh, BT, Viney's put the jacket on and gone to the back row, so, boy, that's not good news. That's blowing the beater out of it, Richard. <laughs> That is excellent. What an idiot. Yeah. What an idiot. To be fair, it wouldn't surprise me that they need, if they did need to sort of, you know, hold Viney back and just like, you know, pin his arms back so he didn't run onto the field and try and take play. But for him to say 100%. 100%. It's true. 100%. And then to get corrected five seconds later. What an idiot. He's the worst thing about watching football. I honestly believe. Is Brian Taylor? He's worse than Basil Zemphilis. Basil Zemphilis. He's worse than that guy calling um, whatever that other game we were watching the other day. What was it? I don't know. It's some like VFL reserves call or something. Were we watching some... a VFL reserves game? <laughs> no, I just, I don't know. We don't know much to do in Washington, D.C. during the summer, clearly. There's no there's beaches some... around here, so we're going, watching the VFL reserves. There's, there's some terrible callers, but there's Brian Taylor callers. really takes the cake. He does, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, moving now to this week's game um, against the Blues. Yes. Which is looms now as a danger game. Oh, no. It's not a danger game. It's a lost we're game. We're cooked, aren't we? We're cooked. We're completely cooked. So, look, I mean, in terms of our outs, mm. like... Look, there's plenty of opportunities for people who want to put their hand up in the VFL team. It's a nice glass half full. Glass half full kind of approach. Uh, So, look, Viney and Tyson look like they might be out. Hopefully, Frost won't be out. Honestly, if Frost is out, we should just not even bother turning up. Well, I mean, against Carlton, I mean, they don't have that many great forwards. Yeah, but I I mean, you you play. You still want Frost on Casbol. You still want Frost on Casbol. Who else is going to take a mark in the forward line, in the back, um, in in the forward line for Carlton then? Well, I. I don't think they've got that many good forwards. Right, that's exactly it. So, but yeah. that's why, yeah. You could, what you really want is Frost on Casbold and then Oscar McDonald on like Charlie Kerner. Yeah, exactly like that. that. So it will mess up our defence. Um, but, okay, let's just say Frost is in because okay. I can't contemplate that. I love him too much. Varney and Tyson out. Let's oh, just start geez. with that. So our well, midfield, what is our midfield? Who I goes mean, into what the about middle? Corey Maynard? Well, yeah. Once again, let's Corey Maynard is floating around. Let's pick the basketballer to go in and play his first game. Let's pick the basketball. I mean, he looks good in the VFL. Um, he's getting good contested ball stats. Is he? Yeah. Um, That's good. I think he's looking positive. I mean, surely Trenners has to be oh, considered. Oh, I really want Trenners to get a go. Surely if they don't play Trenners now, then, you know, what does the guy have to do? They should just send him on a holiday at that point and say, mate, it's not going to happen. Right. Year. There's no point in you wasting your time. Because with Viney... And Tyson. Tyson and Jones. And Jones. I know Trenners isn't playing... 
a direct midfield role right, now. Right, we literally have no midfielders. But, yeah, surely you just have to. Just give him a go. I, I almost so. feel like this week we just give him a go. I agree. We just sort of cut our losses in a way. No, but also part of it is like, if we honestly think maybe there's a small chance he could be on the list next year, let's just give see how it goes. Give him a go. I agree with you. I mean, you've got to play. But we can play both Maynard and Trengo, such as we our injury, injury list. It's not like there's a shortage of spots. I think that we have to reward form a little bit. I mean... The Kennedy Harris's of the world. Yeah. Um, well, in Venice, his form is a suspension. But yeah. uh, um, Kennedy Harris, um, Kennedy, Kent, they're yeah. consistently playing reasonably well. That's true. And Hogan, maybe. That could be something. Well, that's a positive. I mean, Hogan would be huge if we huge. could get it back. And Garlet. At least yeah. we'd have a forward line again. Right, right, right. But how do you really structure it? So you lose Viney and Tyson. I guess you bring in, say, Maynard and... And trainers, maybe. Oh, they're not going to do that. They'll bring in Kennedy Harris or something above trainers, yeah. realistically. And then what do you do? What do you what do you bring in for Hogan? I mean, you oh, Bug will be out. Let's not forget. Oh yeah, Bug's definitely out. So Bug will be out. So maybe put in Hogan for Bug. That's a nice little change to the team sheet. Like the sound of that one. Um, I don't know. What else do you do? What about the rest of the drinking buddies? <laughs> <laughs> do you pencil? Yeah, without, maybe we should put in pencil. Honestly, we looked really. We looked like we could not take a mark in our forward fifty every and, time. And it pencil got, is such a contested mark. Well, track, no, isn't I'm it? not saying yeah. that. Maybe pencil goes into the ruck against Cruiser and Gorn goes forward. But Gorn didn't look great either. I mean, Gorn was lumbering around. Gorn just maybe has had a couple of packs. <laughs> I didn't like that he went to a winery the day after the game. Why? I wasn't into that. Yeah, I know. Jeez. Um, yeah, it's such a mess of a team. It's a mess. I do not envy Simon Goodwin. No. This would be like an impossible team. He's had a very hard first season. Yeah. I mean, he's done ex- exceptionally well. Right. Given all the injuries, the suspensions, and the just general adversity surrounding all of our players. Right. It's been, I mean, especially Hogan and Garson, it's been a really, I mean, a very testing first season as a coach. Yeah, I've been hugely impressed with him. But yeah. at a certain point, you can't, like, make up crap. No, right? you like, can't. It's only so many times you can put Jaden Hunt forward and yeah, that, like, exactly. solves the problem. I, mean, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, can we beat the Blues? No. Is there any... No, I mean, clearly we can. They're not that good. I mean, I really don't think there is a way. I just really don't see... I'm just looking at the midfield, and I'm imagining... Kieran, I'm imagining Cripps yeah. and Murphy and Gibbs against Neil Bullen <laughs> and and Corey Maynard, who's ever played a game before. <laughs> and, and, Oliver, and Oliver. And Oliver. Okay, right. that is what I'm imagining, though. Right, right. And well, it's not filling me with a lot of confidence. No, but... Can I sketch out what I think the pathway to a win could be? What is a pathway? Um, I think we play someone like either Vince or Melksham on Gibbs yeah. as a lockdown. Yeah. And Vince has had some pretty good games playing that kind of role. Yeah, so has Melksham. So is Melksham. Maybe you put one of them on, Mer- on Murphy. Can I just make a quick comment? Yeah. Milkshake's goal from the boundary line. Oh, that was a highlight. Unbelievable. Yeah, so Never in doubt. Never in doubt. I was anyway. always in doubt. But, um, yeah, so one of those guys go in. Um, Lewis plays a good game off halfback. Yeah. Um, Maynard. Dominates on David. The, the fact that we need to like rely on a, like a first gamer who hasn't played football in like how many years to have a really like cracking game is, I think, a little bit of a no. Okay, here's our pathway. Okay. Hogan comes back in. Mm. It's emotional. The mm. team gets around him. He gets on a few. He leads us to victory. Okay. That's possible. Okay. Yeah, that would be huge. Mm. Um, but it's tough to see, isn't it? I'm it's really worried about happen. Cruiser. I think Cruz is a really good player, an underrated player. He plays well against us. I'm, I think I'm worried about their midfield. Yeah. I really don't think their midfield is as bad as people seem to. Always, I think their midfield is underrated. And they defend very well. They defend so well. They're very good structure. They're really team. good, like defenders. And then they've got a bit of silk. You know, you put like our favorite player, SPS Petrovsky yeah, Seaton. I mean, he could destroy us. Yeah. 
Yeah, we've got a lot of weaknesses. We've got a lot of weaknesses. Anyway, on that very positive note, um, thank you all for tuning in again to our episode of Deluded. As you know, we'll be in your podcast um, feed every every couple of no what. A couple, a couple of days, of days every ask game. of every game. It's nice you took over the conclusion. Yeah, That's I know. You really nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Please. You can email us with comments at deluded1964 at gmail.com. And you can tweet us at deludedpodcast. Um, I haven't yet posted another tweet recently. Kieran so. doesn't like it when I steal his thunder and take his um, you know, yeah. conclusions away from him. I like him. to mansplain the conclusions. You do. Yeah. You mansplain the conclusions. Um, but thank you all for joining us. Um, if we win this game, I think this would be one of the best wins I could remember. I mean, I know that seems ridiculous against Carlton, but It's basically a VFL team versus, you know, Carlton. I think it'd be enormous. So we'll be with you next week after hopefully scrapping an unlikely win. Go Dees. Go Dees.